0: It is Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday. Jonathan Hood right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So happy to see MLW coming back to the forefront. The restart is here. It takes place on Wednesday at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central. You can see it on a number of, of platforms, including YouTube and also Fubo Sports. Lowkey, former MLW uh, fighter, is with us here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Low key, Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for giving us some of your time tonight.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: How's uh, life for you right now? How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good with the restart, getting ready to take uh, take hold. I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about the direction of how things have gone, especially considering the past, what, eight months or so of how things have been all around the world. Mm-hmm. It's good to uh, get that break and uh, reestablish uh, some good attention for once.
0: I was wondering how that is for you personally, mentally and physically having that time off and you've been going full stop for a long time in your career. What's that been like being away from the ring, uh, you know, in a, in a physical way on a regular basis and now getting back into the swing of things.
1: Well, being away from the ring this long is unusual, but at least in my respect, I never stopped training. So even if you don't see me actively, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, if you don't see me actively in a ring, that doesn't mean I'm not training. I'm always training. So it, the the actual in ring break is not only because it's, uh I just never stopped training, uh, varied my training over several months over the summertime. I'm always challenging myself and, uh, 2016 i tried to swim alcatraz and failed but maintain my uh maintain my swim training you know I, i'm here to perform at the highest level so regardless if there's a ring or not i'm always in top shape
0: are you gonna go back at it again give it another try
1: oh yeah i want to <laughs> mother nation is gonna get a second shot
0: yeah, yeah. Don't blame me for that. It's going to be great. The the MLW restart. Um, you know, being at all the MLW cards in the Chicago in Cicero, low-key, First of all. It reminds me of the old days, you know, again, smaller building and Chicago always sells out because this city's crazy for wrestling. It is just on fire. Whatever comes through this town, as you well know, Chicago loves the business. What What, is, what can MLW fans look forward to as far as the restart is concerned, getting back to, uh, on the scene?
1: Well, getting back to, to the restart, getting back to being on the scene for pro wrestling. I mean... It's this is the the concept of major league wrestling is is where we celebrate pro wrestling as a combat sport, not as sports entertainment. We don't have a fighting team. We got a butch, uh, excuse me, a booker and a matchmaker. That's how we we diversify what we have because we want our our fighting athletes. We want our guys to to put their best foot forward. Uh, I was able to experience things like this in Japan, uh, being. Uh, first generation uh, zero 01, uh, being first generation Ring of Honor, being first generation TNA, you know, understanding what works, what doesn't. The the true athletes, the true sportsmen who, who know their craft. With Major League Wrestling, we got a variety of very, very high level fighting athletes. We have a lineage that's being upheld at the highest level with uh, Marshall and Ross Von Erich. We have uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr., part of the Hart family, the son of the legendary British Bulldog. Um, Ultimate fighters. We got Tom Waller, King Moe from Bellator, uh, in their corner, or excuse me, in Mo's corner. You got Dan Lambert, the head of American Top Team. We got just super athletes, and you know when I mean super, I mean super heavyweights. We got Calvin Tankman, the dude's like 350, moving around like somebody my size. And then you've got someone like Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu is our world champion, but he's also been a juggernaut for the past two years. So, I mean, we have a, a big variety of guys and excitement. Right. It covers a wide, uh, a wide range of the taste and the flavor of what uh, combat sports really brings.
0: Jonathan Hood with Low-Key, MLW Fighter. The restart is here. It takes place on Wednesday, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central, again on Fubo Sports as well as YouTube.com. He joins us here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Low-Key, how has the business changed over the years from when you started to where you are right now? The ebb and flow of the business, what stands out most?
1: Um, The maturity. I think the biggest issue right now that we face is these are younger generation uh, athletes. The men and women, we're getting more showcased women, which is good. They've always been hiding in the shadows and they need to be showcased more. But we also need to demand more from them because the the, the playing field for the men is deep and is similar to the NBA. Or if you have the NBA and the WNBA, NBA is, is bigger, more power, and the WNBA is more finesse, more technique, more grace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, we want top quality no matter what. That's what we're aiming for. And that's, that seems to be the, the game plan moving forward with the additions to the roster, the reloading of the roster, and um, just with the concepts moving forward. I'm always uh, offering ideas because I've been around long enough to understand what works and what doesn't on smaller scale and more mainstream national scale. There's a, there's a psychology used in matchmaking. There's a psychology used in event uh, production. So there, there's a lot of elements that I get to see that I haven't seen in the past, only because of experience or lack of experience. Now, I see that what's gonna pay the bills, at least on our end, we have to feature the most ferocious We have to feature the best athletes. We got to feature the guys who are coming and the girls who are coming with the biggest attitudes simply because it's time to get busy. The older style of sports dominated entertainment or excuse me, sports entertainment dominating the the landscape that uh, I think that's coming to an end.
0: I think you could tell that from just interest. And again, I could base it on just watching the show weekly And then just being in Chicago, can you tell that there is a difference in the crowd, the appreciation of the crowd when the MLW fighters are out there versus other places that you've been? I
1: think so. And I, I think there is a difference with the appreciation level of MLW's fighting athletes because the people genuinely recognize how hard these guys are going, how hard the girls are going when we had girls on the roster. So it's an issue of respect, which I think it, it displays the appreciation to a genuine level from the audience, especially in Chicago. Every time we've gone there, we packed a house. They're loud. They're having fun. We get swamped on the way in. We get swamped on the way out. It, it's a really good vibe there.
0: I told cort Bauer, low-key, I said... I don't think you realize this or not, but MLW ran against the Cubs versus White Sox, which is a huge rivalry. Uh, you, yeah. think the, the, you think the the matches are pretty strong at MLW? You should see them in the stands at Wrigley Field or or guaranteed rate, uh, because Sox fans and Cubs fans are fighting each other. Similar to, you know similar to. Where you're from with the Yankees and Mets, there's a, a disrespect there. They don't like each other. The same thing. And I, said, I said, I don't know if you realize this, Court, uh, but MLW sold out against Cubs and Sox, which is almost uh, virtually impossible. And so that's a tip of the cap to the company.
1: Yes, yes. That's a tip of the cap to the hard work overall of the machine. The MLW machine is not one person uh, doing it. Every, doing everything. It's not one person. It's a team effort. Uh, we have a lot of really, really deep, experienced people on the on the on the managerial side, on the administrative side. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a a moving moving parts kind of machine. But the people who are moving these pieces, these are people who are coming with experience, and not like other places where reasonably the people they're not competent for the position because they don't have the proper experience. Here, the court does try to try to orchestrate a, a well-oiled machine through experience and I think because of that that's why we get the response we get
0: Look, I'm fascinated by Gary Hart, someone that you worked with. Um, and I'm fascinated by him because when people ask me about my Mount Rushmore of managers, Gary Hart is in my top four for where, where he was in Puerto Rico, uh, in the United States, uh, as a booker, as an on-air talent. I just thought that he was tremendous and still underrated. What what am I missing about Gary Hart that maybe most don't know?
1: It's, it's the... the ability to orchestrate Mm -hmm. it's one thing to to understand one thing it's another thing it's another thing to understand 10 different things and then it's another thing to understand those 10 different things and then be able to put them together to create something great gary's contributions creatively gary's contributions on camera gary's contributions as far as guidance He could reasonably be on on a monument on his own. Mm -hmm. And it's because he he approached it with intelligence. That's one of the biggest issues that I have with a lot of the younger generation guys. The the intelligence factor is, is almost non-existent because they would much prefer to just be enjoying the moment rather than understanding what they're doing and put their best foot forward. Gary wasn't about nonsense. He let everyone know he had the blade. So, even saying that, he, uh, yeah. everyone respected his ability to contribute. Why? Because it was intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's not like sitting here stomping your feet and holding your breath until you get what you want. It's actually, there's an intelligent response uh, in, in whatever it is he's talking about. I've tried to use that, uh, my, being groomed by him and the original MLW, being groomed by Jim Kettner, who was a part of uh, ECWA owner of the ECW way for 43 years. I come from older generation grooming. So in understanding that Gary, his intelligence, he's been gone for a while and his intelligence is still showing that it, it holds true. So there is a craft to this. And I think this is the extension. Major league wrestling is the extension of Gary because this is the outlet that, that, is in contrast to everything else that's out there. We're not trying to to dumb you down. We're not trying to insult your intelligence. We want you to enjoy what you're watching, but understand these, these men and women, they're going at it. These are pros. These are, these are not amateurs.
0: Uh, the blade was always handy, though, low-key, right? You knew where it was.
1: <laughs> it was rather convincing, yes. <laughs> okay
0: stories just wondering <laughs> I, I, but it was, it was something where uh, if he needed it it was always there correct
1: yes yes uh, the almighty equalizer okay
0: um so our guy uh that works here at espn chicago jim cutler and he works all over the country as a voiceover talent uh mm-hmm. okay we don't know exactly where he lives we believe it's in some um it's probably in some cabin in Michigan, someplace. We don't have a number for Jim Cutler, but his voice resonates where if we need something, we email it to him and he sends it back. I know you've dabbled in voiceovers as well. What's that like being a voiceover talent?
1: It's, it's fun. It's You're getting to use what you use on a daily basis, almost like without thought. You get to use it creatively. I relate it or, or related it to similarly to what i did for motion capture for video games physically i'm i'm in condition enough to do wrestling you know i'm an athlete but in motion capture i have to portray something and someone else not myself so in voice work it's you're portraying something there's descriptions associated with what's being required by the client so the challenge is creatively delivering but it's delivering something that others appreciate uh, you can get compensated for, which is nice. But a lot of the times people, they, they don't recognize that they listen. It's almost similar to how you hear your own voice in your own head. And it sounds different when you hear yourself on, on, uh, on tape. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly to that, sometimes you catch yourself and, or people listen and they're like, wait, that's you? Like, yeah. Well, it doesn't even sound like you. I'm standing right here. I mean, it it, it can be really, really fun. And uh, I was fortunate enough just because of, uh, I guess, close proximity. When we did the TNA video game in 2006, Mm -hmm. Sal DeVita, which was one of the creators for Mortal Kombat, he had a a conference call to recruit me for doing the the voice work for the the main character of the game, where I had to do a cold read for him. And uh, they made the selection. And I was able to do the lead character for the game. And that's, what, 2006 or 14 years ago? And that experience alone, it it helped me see a whole different world of of production, a whole different world of of you as an individual being able to produce something beyond what people can see. So, I mean, the voice work stuff is is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, Jim, we haven't seen Jim low-key, but we know that that guy is a millionaire because that's what he does. (laughs) he's he's get he's getting he is stacking checks from all over the country, just utilizing yeah. his voice as a voice of some uh, something like one hundred some odd radio stations across the country It's like we've never seen Jim, but we know he's stacking that paper
1: yeah man I'm telling you it's it can be very very lucrative, especially mm-hmm. when you take it seriously and you do very well you treat it with respect, just like wrestling and I'm telling you it's it's you don't necessarily have to be yourself. You you're, you can do something else, but do it to the best of your ability. And there is an art to this. There is a, a manner of how to operate. And just like a muscle, you take care of this uh, this voice, and you know reasonably you should keep it until you you pass away. So it's something that you can you can have a lot of fun with.
0: MLW, the restart, it takes place on Wednesday, the 18th of November. Again, you can watch it on YouTube starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time on Wednesday. Also, Fubo Sports. And Loki joins me, Jonathan Hood, on Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, and Loki, as a former uh, WWE superstar, you were part of that. Uh, Uh, of that company for several years. Would you have any advice for a former talent in Zelina Vega? This story has resonated uh, beyond just uh, pro wrestling or sports entertainment. Now it's gotten into SAG-AFTRA. It's gotten into the news cycle where Zelina Vega uh, was let go by the WWE because she wanted to hold on to her Twitch channel. Um, And the WWE, of course, is telling wrestlers that you cannot have a, a third-party um, platform. You have to be able to do it under the WWE umbrella. And Zelina said, no, I'm going to hold on to Twitch because it's lucrative for me and not using my talent name. Um, would you have any advice for her now that she's on the outside looking in?
1: Yeah, crush them. <laughs> WWE has made it a business mm-hmm. of dominating and suppressing people in order for them to monopolize. Believe me, I am not a fan, nor will I ever be because of my own personal experience there. But for every individual who considers themselves a professional, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into when you go in that environment. I don't need to sit here and berate the company, but the same people are still in charge. A lot of the people who are in that environment for a long time are in charge. So you think that the behaviors are going to change? Everyone's sitting there with their hands up in the air wondering, oh, why me? But you guys made the agreement to go into that environment. You were trying to change, but understood that you can only go so far depending on who's making the shot, who's calling the shots. And ultimately, it's Vince. So do whatever you need to do to take care of you and your family and make your money as long as you're not hurting anybody. What seems to be the problem? What they're trying to do is they're trying to be greedy. They're trying to say, hey, we gave you a platform. We're responsible for your hype. So if you leave, we're not going to allow you to do this or that. It's old-style booking. It's old-style monopolizing by greed. So, you know, for me, my advice to her, crush them. I got no problem with that.
0: Loki lastly, and I appreciate your time. Could you tell me something that you haven't done that you'd love to accomplish goals that you have set for yourself for the business or in your life that you really want to say, Hey, you know, I want to to go for this.
1: Well, this is, it's been, (laughs) you may be the first person to actually call me out on this and ask me straight up. I've been in discussions with matchmakers. I've been in, in research and development stages and there's one thing that I've wanted to do that I haven't been able to do. And because of major league wrestling being the platform that it being in the environment where we have pro fighters coming in and challenging pro wrestlers and these guys aren't taking it easy. Don't think they are. They're smashing these guys left and right. Mm -hmm. I'm the, I'm the last stand for pro wrestling against pro fighting. But I also understand the dream match concept. I was a fan of Ali, and Inoki was a fan of uh, Mayweather and Big Show. I'm all about attractions because I've been doing it for a long time and I understand the payoff. I got dream matches for myself and I got it on a list on my dry race board, so I'm always challenging myself. The biggest thing I want to accomplish is facing George St. Pierre. So I would love to have a Major League Wrestling super fight low key versus George St. Pierre. I know he was dropping weight to go to to try to face Khabib at 155. With my body type, I can make any of the three weight classes that they have. So at 155, 170, 185, I can make that weight. If it's an issue of weight, I can make it. If it's an issue of experience, I'm already 22 years in. If it's an issue of high level of uh, experience, I've conquered every major television company in the world. So if there's anything that's left for me, it's going out at the highest level against somebody who's virtually unbeatable. And for me, as far as attractions, to me, it would be Major League Wrestling Superfight, Low-Key versus George St. Pierre.
0: Look for that on the bottom line on ESPN tonight, sir. (laughs) Because that is... (laughs) um that is uh news that I, didn't, I did not expect here in our conversation
1: well, well no one wow. does no one does <laughs> i keep everything to myself because i try to line everything up in advance research and development understand what the elements are in play i understand if he goes and faces uh khabib the price tag changes i understand if he doesn't face Khabib, price and price tag is different There's a lot of elements that go into creating something this large, and I have to understand that. This is my creation. This is what I want. And the thing is, to me, the ultimate challenge is GSP. If I get to do that, I think I'm done.
0: MLW, The Restart, taking place on Wednesday, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock again. Check it out on YouTube, Fugo Sports as well. And uh, the MLW, The Restart, it's been a while, but MLW has come back. I'm sure that you will enjoy The Restart and moving forward week by week watching Major League Wrestling. Loki, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for spending time with me here in Chicago.
1: Well, thanks for, for asking me on. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for following Major League Wrestling. Major League Wrestling is something me. And I've been able to be a part of its, uh, it's, uh, not restart. This is, this is the restart that's coming on, but it's resurgence. I should say more in 2018 until now. And because I've been a part of that, I've been able to see individuals grow within major league wrestling, like Salina, intelligence growing. I've seen uh, Jacob fought too. We may not see eye to eye, but he's a young stud. Um, I've been fortunate to be a part of the beginning of many, many developing things. This one is special to me because I think in this point of my career, I've accomplished so much. I really want my team to succeed. I really want them. I want MLW. I want my staff. I want my wrestlers. I want everybody to succeed because I've been able to stand apart from the industry for 22 years. I think we can do it as a group. And I think we continue to show that every time you see us on camera.
0: I would agree with that. Based on what we've seen over the past few years, the stoppage and now the restart, I don't see how the momentum can stop again.
1: (laughs) Well, here's to keeping it going until there's nothing that can stand in our way.
0: Low key uh, with us here on Tuesday, wrestling Tuesday, right here on ESPN 1000.